This week, join us as we discuss fun milestones, the upcoming playdates, and the insanity that is children on spring break a whole month before Easter. Seriously, what were they thinking? So, it is time to lock the bathroom door, pour a glass of wine, and take a deep breath. Welcome to the 80s Mom Podcast. Good evening, Cecily! Good evening! There you are! Fantastic! So, we are Letty-less this week. Unfortunately, she has... Yeah. She has a migraine. We hope she feels better. Is sad. Yes. So, instead of the topic we had planned on, which is more fun when there are three of us, we are going to discuss fun milestones. Because, guess what Xandria just got? <laughs> she got solid wood bunk beds. Which and, is like little girl's dream. Right. And two almost brand new memory foam mattresses. All for the total cost of, drumroll, 50 bucks. Wow. That's amazing. The bunk bed was, please God, somebody take it away. And the mattresses <laughs> were listed for a song on Craigslist. And she goes, do you want to open... They're in covers. They're in those, you know, bed bug proof covers that are also waterproof mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, and she goes, do you want to open the covers? They've only been slept on like three times by my granddaughter. I'm like, nope! These look amazing! I am so freaking happy. I'm like, I love you in a platonic, I don't actually know you kind of way. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'll bet that made her day. <laughs> I mean, grandma's day, yeah. It was just like, well, get this! I swear to God, we bought mattress when Xandria was still really, really little, right? Uh-huh. A, 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 a full-size foam mattress. We were looking at new foam twin mattresses. And they're like 200 bucks! Wow. I was like, oh dear lord. How, what? How? How are we going to afford two of them? Because it's a bunk bed. So now we're having the same problem with bedding. Because bedding is also stupid, stupid expensive. Like 40 bucks for a comforter. I'm like, dear lord. I need a comforter, oh a fitted sheet, and a flat sheet. And I'd like to not spend 60 bucks. I have to do this twice. I have a bunk bed. Oh my gosh. Dear lord. So we haven't figured out the bedding's problem yet. Jason's like, we'll get it off of Facebook. I'm like, I don't want to do that. He goes, why? You buy bedding at Goodwill all the time? I'm like, that's different. That's for clothing mock-ups. <laughs> not to sleep in. <laughs> Yeah, I would just buy it at Goodwill. I know. I just... It's probably what I'm gonna do. I don't wanna. I wanna get her something new, because she's special, and it's her big well, girl yeah. bed. Well, maybe you'll find something really, really cool. <sighs> maybe. But maybe. I mean, just like the cooler something is, the more it costs. I know. So. I just... No. I get that I'm poor. And I get that I'm frugal. Especially since we talk about it a lot on the podcast. But that doesn't always mean it's fun. I know. It sucks. Like, I just want to do something. I want to be able to do something special. And I can't. Which I get. I just... Well, think of it as starting at Goodwill means you might find something that's like this obscure licensed thing that she likes that you didn't even know they made bedding in. This is true. That happened. That's why B and Patrick have tons of like Transformers t-shirts and stuff. Is because one time when we went, we found 
like a glut of vintage licensed t-shirts in kids sizes <laughs> for I kept explaining to them a fraction a tiny fraction of what those would cost online yeah and you know I know that it just you know I'm comforting you I appreciate it I need comforting I is a sad Oh, it's what I do. I know. You are awesome at it. <laughs> I am trying to figure out why this sound suddenly tanked. <laughs> I'm guessing it's probably fine. Yeah, because it just, I apparently was away from my mic too far. Oh. um, Or was not talking loud enough because I'm sitting here trying to make musical notation and talk at the same time because I'm trying to get homework done because, oh my god, I have so much homework. <laughs> and I have to wood burn a box for my sister for her birthday, and it's on the 15th, and today is, uh, the, 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 the first. Yep. And so I've got to get this transferring done, and I've got all this homework from master, from my master to do, and, you know, it's just what it is. So... Fun milestones with kids. The last fun one I really remember was when she got her first bed, which was great. Because I felt so bad about her being so tall in a crib. Because we bedweaned when she was, like, two and a half. So she was really too big for a crib, but we couldn't put her in a bed because she would leave the room. So we had to put her in a crib to teach her that she had to stay in the room. So at Christmas that year, right before she turned three, she got a bed from my grandma, which is solid wood, and it was free. I don't even think we... I think we have two crib mattresses floating around here, but I think the one that was on the bed, and currently is on the bed, was um from the crib. But she's been complaining that, you know, her bed was too small. And this is the first time in two months I haven't woken up with a Xandria in my bed. Aww. So maybe the bed was too small. I guess so. I didn't. Jason didn't think so. I didn't think so. But apparently it was. What were some uh, fun milestones for B and Patrick? Well, when I think of milestones, I think of like like the walking and talking thing. Except for Patrick, it's more like I remember the first time he ate an entire chicken nugget, and we <laughs> cheered like crazy because. <laughs> He had decided to be vegetarian for like a year. Two. Xandria is like was, that. It was a little stressful. So, yeah. him eating tired chicken nuggets was Yeah! Right? And then he was sweet, he drank from an open cup. Ooh! We had, we had a big party, and like, I took pictures for all his old therapists. And like Patrick is drinking from an open cup, and we were all very, very, very happy together. <laughs> we gave uh, we we gave Xandria shot glasses to drink out of for a while because they're small. That's adorable. Be really one shot because they're adorable. They are adorable. As a matter of fact, I uh <laughs> I reorganized our liquor cabinet, and dear lord, I have a lot of shot glasses. I saw. <laughs> I yeah. should. I'll have to post pictures. It looks beautiful. I know. I got all the absinthe stuff of uh, all of our absinthe accoutrement all organized and showcased because well, we don't have we don't have a louche, which is the water holder that you use to drip water. We don't have one of those. But we have the spoons and the cups, and we have another thing that I can't remember what it's for. Um, and you know, we have sugar cubes, and we have lots of different kinds of absinthe, so it's all showcased now. Because that's cool. how it was originally. I didn't show you a before picture, but the before picture of the cabinet looked like it was about to burst, overflowing, and it was just very yeah. badly organized, which happens. Patrick was also fun for, like, first time that he actually told us that he wasn't good. 
instead of, you know, just randomly being hot pastime, and then, oh, holy crap, you are really sick, and then it's like, yay, because you hadn't complained. Second. Yeah. Oh, and telling us when he was bleeding. <laughs> Noticing that he was bleeding. There's, there's a conversation somewhere on Facebook when he was four, wherein I asked, Patrick, why are you bleeding? And he said, oh, I do not know. Oh, there is a hole in my leg. And I said, why is there a hole in your leg? And he said, oh, I do not know. <laughs> it was just like, okay. He had scraped the, the side of his ankle on the tin foil cutter, or no, the plastic wrap cutter. It had fallen off the counter and he scraped his ankle on it, putting something in the sink. But it was like detective work to figure that out because he had no idea. He hadn't noticed until, you know, I saw the bright red stripe down his ankle. And see, I thought we were over this. And do you remember Halloween when his his cuticle looked a little funny? Maybe vaguely. I've I've luckily I've slept yeah. since then. Well, yeah, it, it turned out when when he showed me up close, like in the light, when I was actually really looking. Yeah, it wasn't shaped quite right. Brian drained a bunch of pus. Oh God! From it, it was like ragingly infected and I asked him didn't that hurt and he said eh. I don't get people like and that and I'm like you're 13 I thought I was Catholic so like he was at 13 he was still like I, I don't feel this like whatever yeah basically I yeah it like, it wasn't comfortable, but it was not uncomfortable enough to bother mentioning. You know, like, when you've got a mild caffeine headache, but you know it'll go away as soon as you take coffee, so you don't bother mentioning it. You just really look forward to your coffee. Here's... That kind of discomfort, apparently. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. I don't get people like that. Like, I, I, no, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Like Zandria constantly says she has boo-boos because she has an obsession with band-aids. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start scotch taping them to the top of the ceiling in the bathroom because I can't seem to keep her oh, out of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, band-aids do make things feel better. I've noticed with B, who actually does complain. With yeah. me, it was the opposite. She would do something drastic, and I, like, she managed to suspend herself by her arm once from part of Patrick's bed frame. Like, she had her arm hooked through part of it, and then lost her footing, and just, like, hung there screaming until I got there. How old was she if she was just hanging from it? Because it's not like it's a bunk bed. Like, oh, probably one and a half, two, maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, arm folded up, hanging from it. And, <laughs> and I remember being absurdly happy as I was, you know, manipulating it in different directions, making sure everything works. She's not, you know, screaming if I move it a certain way or something. I remember going... This is the kid I don't worry about. This is so cool. I know she'll tell me if it starts hurting. It was very exciting. Having said that, there was the day that she thought that, you know, wanting to cut open her wrist to see all the veins underneath was a good idea. Yes. 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 There was that. <laughs> the incident that sparked many, many conversations about, you know, what how tendons work and everything, and they all had to end with, but we don't ever open our skin. <laughs> no, we don't ever open our skin. Because, yeah, she did that. Oh, 
that. She didn't actually do it. She wanted to do it. We uh, need to well, be clear. She had poked two decent-sized holes in her wrist with a metal dart. Oh, God. I think I forgot about that part. She <laughs> will probably realize that it was it, she didn't want to go any farther because that hurt. And saw the <laughs> the blood dripping on her uncle's bedroom floor, and thought she would she would be in trouble. So she pulled her her um pulled her sleeve down over her wrist, oh, and was downstairs just you know acting like everything was perfectly normal. And then my brother came downstairs and said, "There's blood on my bedroom floor." Are your children bleeding? <laughs> and and we checked for bleeding, and she really didn't want me to see that wrist. <laughs> and yeah, she had she had poked herself hard in the wrist with a metal dart because she she just wanted to see what was inside. <laughs> God. That was How- when we found out there are many surgery videos on YouTube. <laughs> That'll work. Yep. How old was she when that happened? Wasn't that before Xandria was born? Oh, uh, three. That's what I thought. Yeah, three-ish, somewhere around there. Your kids are silly. Yeah. Your kids are silly smart. They are. It makes things challenging. I mean, not that Xandria isn't also silly smart. I just have the bonus of not being able to understand half of the things she says. Like with Patrick. Mm-hmm. Except for it lasts much longer than it did with Patrick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's getting better. You'll get to see later this week. I'm so excited. I know. We were sad we could not see you on Saturday. She kept asking. It was the longest day ever. Kids. I don't know how in the world they're running ballets right now, but B is in a ballet. Well, see, the Beatrix Potter Ballet is the absolute perfect ballet for right now. Because it's a series of her stories, and the only one who's in all of them is her. So it's her with, like, four or five other dancers. So you you can run rehearsals in an entire studio room which is huge, with like six people. Because none of the none of the stories interacted with each other apart from her transitioning from one to the next. Mm. So yeah, you could yeah, I mean they ran the whole thing six people at a time. You know, every story had its time slot on Saturday and Sunday no, Friday and Sunday nights. And then the weekend before this last weekend, they ran the entire show with everyone, twice through on Friday and twice through on Sunday. And then the next weekend, they had the tech rehearsal Friday and the costume, the dress rehearsal Saturday morning, and then they recorded it. And so it's it's all going to be digital. Ah. Oh. So it was recorded on the stage at the Hoagland, but, you know, there's there's tons of space. Well, and the upside of recording it is if somebody messes up, they could just do it again. Exactly. They recorded it, like, two or three times. So, yeah, if the best Mrs. Tittlemouse skit was the first time and the best Peter Rabbit skit was the second time, you can just meld them together. Yep. It's going to be pretty cool. That's awesome. Let's see what other fun milestones do we have. Let me think. I remember the time Xandria figured out how to slide down a slide. She was 18 months old. No, she did it. She did it backwards. <laughs> but it was but it awesome. Worked. There's a video of it on Facebook somewhere. Aww. This one when I went to Indianapolis. And she had never figured that out before and that was like the most adorable thing ever oh i'll bet excuse me i suppose the the first milestone b passed 
as as far as us thinking of milestones was when we looked in her incubator and there were no air tubes and it took me some time staring at her to figure out why this looked really really wrong and well that was because patrick had oxygen tubes until like literally a week before he went home at like six and a half pounds and she was like two and a half <laughs> and no air tubes whatsoever that was also when we had our first talk with patrick about different children doing different things at different rates because we realized after we were gushing over her ability to like breathe <laughs> that if we had another super smart patrick but without any of the sensory stuff to you know slow things down and make things more difficult this was going to be scary and she was going to overtake him very quickly <laughs> So we explained. <laughs> and and that was indeed true. She she has overtaken him in handwriting. Um she is about on par with him in a lot of stuff. Sometimes she wants to help him with his homework. <laughs> And it's, it's like, yeah, I'm really glad we set the precedent of, you know, all babies are different and all children are different. And everyone does things at different stages and at their own pace really, really early because I was really worried for a while that, that that might be a problem. You know, if he's used to knowing that he's a little bit behind his peers in one way or another mm -hmm. and his little sisters overtaking him i that was going to be in my mind that was going to be a problem yeah but it wasn't so yay yay it is important that they know i mean it is hard you know like yeah uh, I don't know if we're going to have that problem or not. We're still trying. <laughs> <laughs> but I see the OB on the 10th, so I'm going to mention it to her. And we'll see how my cyst is doing. I think it may have popped last week. <laughs> what popped? The cyst. That's what they oh. are. They're, they're like... They're... they're blood liquid filled crap on my uh, ovary from a malformed egg. There were two of them. Oh. So eventually they they like they kind of pop. Yeah. Or oh. or or deflate or whatever it is they do. Whatever it is is super freaking painful. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like ovarian oh, yes. cramps on steroids. I don't know if you get ovarian oh, cramps yeah. when you pass eggs. Or if you still pass eggs, I don't know. I get Sometimes, them. yeah. Yeah, so I get I get them. And, like, the heating pad wasn't working and I was curled up just praying for unconsciousness. Oh. Uh, so I think maybe it finally went away. But it might not have. I do not actually know. Wow. Yeah. It is what it is. Just another pain. Yeah. I took a friend to the ER once with an ovarian cyst, and it it was it was extreme. Yeah. Yeah, the first time it happened, I thought I was gonna puke, and I knew there were two of them. Oh. So I knew it was gonna happen again. Man, that sucked. Oh, it was something, man. It was something else. I'm trying to think of other milestones Andrea has had. The first time she held a chicken last year was a milestone, and she had the most adorable look on her face. She was in love with those babies. She's in love with Aww. them now. She's been going outside and helping me feed them in the morning because it's warm again. That's adorable. Oh, yeah. I took a... I'll keep saying things I'm going to post. I'll have to post the video I took of the chickens today. 
ticket for a friend of mine. We were texting back and forth, and he hadn't seen the chickens, so I, uh, because he lives in Wisconsin, so I sent him a 14-second video of the chickens. And I went to Tractor Supply on Friday, and they have babies! And I want some... Yeah, those would get addictive fast. Well, and part of the problem is you can't just buy one. You have to buy four. It's a way to try to keep people from giving them as Easter presents. That makes sense. Which is, well, doing that is the smartest idea ever. Giving a chicken as an Easter present, I don't know who in the hell thinks that is a good idea. Oh, no. They don't get big, like, super fast. But within two months, they're about full grown. They don't lay eggs, but they're full grown. Like, oh my god, why did you think that was it? Why would you think that is a good idea? I want baby chicks because I want some more breeds in the back. I don't give them as gifts. People do. Apparently, people do that with rabbits, chicks, and ducks. Like, why yeah. would you do... I've never known anybody who got a rabbit, a chicken, or a duck for for, for Easter. Yeah, I... Giving a responsibility doesn't sound like a gift. No, Unless this... it's something kid already really wanted and, like, knew about. Even then. That's kind of like buying your significant other a car for Christmas. Hey, honey, look! I put us in tens of thousands of dollars in debt! Merry Christmas! Yes! I have- Look! Now we have a car payment! (laughs) No! No, I I didn't want a car payment! What the heck? I don't want you making these decisions without me! What the hell? I don't know why people- They're like, oh, look, it's a sweet idea! I wish I could get my significant other a car! No, you don't. No, and you your don't. significant other does not want a car. No, we do not give stuffed animals, live animals, or anything that requires a loan payment, with the exception of my engagement ring as presents. My engagement ring had a loan payment. That makes sense. What's funny is I knew about the payment before I knew about before I ever saw the ring. That is funny. And I knew what it was for. <laughs> Because, get this, you don't put yourself in debt without telling your significant other about it. No matter why. It was five grand. So I knew what it was, because he had it designed and custom made. So I knew what it was for, and I knew how much it was, but I had never seen it. Well, that's good. He was still able to surprise me with it. But he didn't go into debt without telling me. We were living together and I was handling the finances and that would have been stupid. Well, yeah. We don't do those things. Just part of the problem with the bunk bed is it's like... Well, originally we were trying to find a bunk bed or a loft bed and they're all stupid expensive. And then we found this one, but then mattresses were stupid expensive. Well, now we found these mattresses and now bedding is stupid expensive and we can't just... I almost dropped $120 at Target today for sheets that I was just mostly okay with. Which wouldn't have been a good idea. I did not. I almost did, but I did not. Um, it's just, oh my god. Just. Why are things so expensive? Actually, I know the answer to that question. Yeah. Everybody needs a $15 minimum wage. And this is why a twin bed for a bed is like $500 and a mattress is another $200 and sheets are another 70 It's a grand for a twin bed. You're putting wow. in like a grand of money just for a twin bed. Like when you're talking like a California king, well, okay, that's a freaking huge bed. But... This is a twin. Now, I will tell you, I was in a twin from the time I was, like, eight until I graduated through college. Um, Yeah. So, it's not like I'm concerned she's going to outgrow the bed. 
It's just like that is a lot of outlet. Yes. And we are all over the place tonight, but that is going to be okay because it's just the two of us and we are just having a conversation this evening about milestones and yep. Sandria's bed. She's still sleeping on a pad on the um, slats right now because the mattresses are in my car. And Jason was in the driveway. So I can't block hmm. Jason in. And I'm not dragging them across the lawn. And I still don't have sheets. But they definitely have to come out of there tomorrow because I am not trekking them all the way to Springfield. No. No. Jason. That's a lot. Yeah. It's just more of a pain in the butt than anything else. Springfield twice in four days. Yay! Yeah, I'm astounded you're doing that. She wants to see her I bee. Know. I know. And she had decided on Saturday that she was going to see her bee and her pet. And instead she got to see her grandpa and her turtle. Yes. Which is a happy thing. Yes, there was no complaining. There was no complaining on her on her part. She just B Patrick House, mommy, we go B Patrick House. This was today. This not B Patrick House. I'm like, no, this is Target. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. honey, this is, we're at Target. <laughs> and, oh my god. She's not going to let this go. <laughs> See, that's not what we got to the house with the mattresses, too. This not be Patrick House. I said, no, I'm picking up your mattresses. <laughs> she's, she's very correct. Those were not be in Patrick's house. And she's smart and she knows that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to trick her. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was totally trying to trick her. It's not like I told her on the way out the door, we're going to go pick up your mattresses and then go pick out bedding. Yes. She had all shocked that it was not being Patrick's house. <laughs> Among other things, me and Patrick live much further away. Yes. Yes, they do. I mean, it was a 40-minute drive to get the mattresses, but still, you live a lot further away. Oh, that's adorable. Yes. This is so she knows, because I said, we're going to go on Wednesday. And she go, we going B. Patrick House? I'm like, not today. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. <laughs> today is Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday. The day after is Wednesday. You have to go to sleep twice before you get to go to B. And Patrick's house. She'll solve that problem by taking a nap at like nine in the morning. <laughs> I'm waiting for that to occur to her, but it has not so far occurred to her yet. <laughs> or she forgets that I said it. Yes. Because I, I always expect her to wake up the next day and go, okay, I go to sleep. We go be Patrick House? Like, uh, no. No, no, no. That's, that's not how this works. <laughs> that's not how that works. Oh, my. She's getting clearer. She goes, go beep Patrick's house? Like, yes, not today. Because before I talked to you, I was like, soon. I do not know when. Stop yeah. asking me. Because it is really weirdly early for spring break. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. No one has, no one's had an answer. I mean, it's even, it's two weeks earlier than it was last year. They're going to have a four-day weekend when it comes to Easter. And there's and, Easter Friday through Easter Monday off? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's stupid. Why wouldn't you just put, and I used to, didn't spring break used to be two weeks? I don't remember. I can't remember either. I'm lazy, I'm not looking. Um. I don't remember what my Easter break was. I just remember when Orthodox Easter and Western Easter were a week apart. They would get the week after their Easter, which meant I got Holy Week off and I could go 
to church with daddy without having to do my homework first because it was great. I didn't have it. <laughs> Otherwise, you had to have your homework done if you were going to go to church an hour away at night on a school night. Yeah. Do it in the car. See that it's insane. Like, you have virtual school. Why? Why does it matter? Why does what matter? Why can't, why couldn't you just go, oh, we're just going to do virtual school this week? Because isn't everything still half and half up there? Well, yeah. And do they do what they do down here? Like, they'll come back from spring break, but they'll all be doing at-home schooling for two weeks because quarantine? No. They do that here. Oh. So every time they come back from a break, they have to wait two weeks before they can go back into the actual classroom. <laughs> you know, that that actually makes consistent logic sense, and I'm very glad they haven't thought of it. Well, it's also really, really stupid, because then you get two days where the kids are absolutely loud, reckless, and won't pay attention. Which yeah. uh, a friend of mine called Welcome Back Days, he's a teacher. So, like, welcome back days are just a wash. And now they have two of them because they have the first one that's virtual, and then they have the first one that's in person two weeks later. And I'm like, this uh, is the stupidest idea yeah. ever. Why do people do these things? I don't know. Alexandria is homeschooled, so that doesn't say good thing. I mean, that's part of the reason why Xandria is homeschooled. Like, no. Nope, nope. It is much simpler right now. Yeah. I know. I get why yours aren't, though. V was desperate to get the heck out of the house. And then Patrick was like, oh, I'll try this thing. Oh, I like this thing. This thing works. Yeah. And for all my concern that they were, that Patrick was going to be drastically behind, he's right at grade level. Oh, good. It's grade level has plummeted like two words. Yeah. But okay. That's because no child left behind. Which means yeah. all children left behind. They spent like three weeks or so working on a one-page report. Dear freaking said, lord! That, I used to have to do one-page essays every day in essay writing class. Every day, Cecily. Five days a week. Yeah. I had to come up with a topic myself every day, five days a week, for an entire semester. Yeah, so it's like, on the one hand, he is doing well. I, I mean, he's, he's probably, I shouldn't say that he's probably going to fail. We are working on him not failing in grade. Um, he doesn't turn stuff in. Oh. But... And it's like, on the one hand, he is totally great appropriate. On the other hand, it's hard not to feel now like I could do this better. But it's nice to not be the person in charge of the base. Yeah. So, it's whatever. I have fun being the extra teacher. <laughs> he will learn, like, five minutes worth of stuff about Martin Luther King, and then she comes home and gets the... the two-hour roundtable discussion of slavery in the American South and, you know, up through the Black Lives Matter civil rights and all that. And we watched the entirety of the I Have a Dream speech today. Uh, what did we do today? I cleaned a whole lot of crap today. I cleaned nothing. <laughs> so, it worked. On some cosmic level, all of this balance. I also made a lot of phone calls today and looked into refinancing our mortgage. Oh my. Yep. That sounds about as much fun as going to the, to the dentist. Actually, it's a lot more fun than going to the dentist, but I really don't like going to the dentist very much, and making phone calls is just annoying. It could be worse. Yeah. They could actually be drilling my teeth. While you're making the phone. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I had to call them. I had to call the garbage company for a large, for a bulk item pickup, and I had to call my OB. And I need to add to my list tomorrow to call the optometrist because me and Sandria need to go in. And somehow oh, I did not make it to the list. I need to make an appointment. Well, I can't make your phone calls for you. That's your yeah. job. Xandria yeah. needs glasses. We'll want to work on her <laughs> reading. And I've known for two years that she was going to need glasses when she started reading. Wow. Optometrist told me. I asked him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, is she going to... I asked two questions. Is she stereo blind? And is she going to need glasses? He's not stereo blind, which is what I am. But yeah. uh, he said she's not. She'll need glasses, but not until she starts reading. Huh. Which I, I would like to work with her on. But in order to do that, she's gonna need glasses. It's kind of hard to read when everything's blurry. Yeah, that's like the only thing he uses for glasses for is in school looking at the blackboard. I have never yeah, had the privilege. Yeah, I I yeah, have less than helpful looking at an iPad. Yeah, they don't help with reading; they just make everything confusing for that. <laughs> Very annoying. I have never had the luxury of just wear them when you need. The first time yeah. I got glasses through, now it's been put them on when you wake up and don't take them off till you go to bed. Yeah, you think you have to get used to them. Well, no, my eyesight's just that bad. Well, yeah. I mean, corrective lenses do not make your eyes work without them on. True. Yeah. The amount of prism in my glasses has reduced a little, but my eyesight's not going to be get better ever. It wasn't very good to start with. Which is probably why I didn't enjoy reading until, like, fifth grade when I had glasses. Yeah, that would make sense. It's also part of the reason I don't like reading out loud, because reading was a pain in the butt for a long time, so I've trained myself. I can read, I can do what uh, my mentor calls cold reading, but the problem is, I take nothing in that I'm reading. I am literally just reading what is in front of me. So, if you ask me what I read after reading it out loud, I would tell you I have no idea. <laughs> and honestly, I would have pretty much no idea. Because you asked me to read it out loud, you did not ask me to read it. Yeah, I could do that. So that's something we're having to work on. Because he's like, you can do cold reading, you just add the emotion where it's appropriate in the piece. And I said, well, that's the problem. You ask me to read something out loud, and I have no idea what I'm reading. Because I've detached it. Because I disliked it so much. So, I feel like I am very bad at it, and we've been very careful with verbiage. It's not that I am bad at it, I feel like I'm bad at it. Mm -hmm. And that, much like hitting the uh, G3 on the keyboard, is something I can do. Which is... Uh, That's a G3. Huh. Um, which is below an A. And I know I can hit the A. He says, you can hit the G. I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel like I can hit that G. He goes, you can hit that G. That's not ability. That's practice. You can hit that G. So hit the damn G. <laughs> <laughs> Work on it and hit the G. <laughs> Mentor, I don't want to hit the G. After I transposed something down an octave and up a second, and then it was really out of my range. Because <laughs> it went from, like, I can't hit one note to I can't hit three. <laughs> oh, no. Because, like, a woman's C, which is a C4, is about the highest note I can hit right now. That doesn't mean I couldn't possibly hit higher notes. It means right now, where I'm at, that's where I'm at. This is probably the most boring conversation anybody listening to podcasts. I don't know. Or maybe it's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> this is what happens when there's not three of us, you see. Because 
We only have so many interesting stories to tell. This is why we now have three of us. Yeah, and this is what happens when we have kind of an open-ended topic. Yep, it's a very open-ended topic. I mean, milestones for me. I wrote a song. I learned how to perform it, even though it involved calling my mentor crying, saying, I cannot do this. And I can have now done it. Every week for a month and a half. Milestones. But, uh, it's work. Nobody likes work. No. It's homework. Really, nobody yeah. likes homework. Another different one is Patrick. Um, Patrick and I were talking when he was eight or nine, I think. We were talking one morning, and it occurred to him to say that he had woke up dry for, oh, a couple weeks. He actually couldn't remember, and then neither could I. And then we realized, oh my gosh, you are potty trained for night. <laughs> and the girl I was babysitting, who was like six months older than me, came in and said, oh yes, so am I. <laughs> Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not drawing attention to the fact that you're like four. <laughs> Bed wedding is a thing. Yes. It's not a bad thing, it's just a thing. Somehow yeah. I have a unicorn child who I swear has not peed overnight a single time since she was like one and a half. Beatrix has had exactly one accident at night. Since she was two something, and I people people ask, well, you've got two children. How did you potty train overnight? I'm going. I have no idea. The first one kind of took until eight or nine, and the second one did it herself before she did day training. I, I put her in underwear overnight before I put her in underwear over the day because the diapers just were never wet after a certain point. There was no point. Yeah, our only my only problem was because Andrea has almost always, since she was like 18 months old, woken up before I have. I was never positive that she wasn't peeing overnight. I just had a strong suspicion she was not peeing overnight. So I had to take the leap and send her to bed naked and check under her butt every two hours to make sure that I was in fact correct. And I was in fact correct. That's all. It was just like, I don't think she is, but I don't actually know. Unicorn children are wonderful. Yeah, she potty trained fairly easily. I am not saying that it was not rough, but quarantine was good for something. I yeah. certainly would not want to have a non-potty trained five-year-old. No. I was not happy to have a non-potty trained four-year-old. That was my that was completely my fault though. Because well, I mean, I'm not perfect. <laughs> there's a point at which it's just easier when you're old enough that you can have a conversation. Well, I was waiting for her to be able to tell me, but the problem is she's speech delayed. Yeah. That that kind of makes things hard. So it was like she can't tell me. And I was finally like, no, no, this, no, this really needs to, this needs to stop. Because she was fighting me all the time, and because I have arthritis in my shoulders, when she's fighting me, it causes me excruciating pain. Yeah. And I was just like, nope, we're done. <coughs> we're not doing this anymore. And it took her a little bit. It was fine. That was a very happy milestone. Not really the type we're talking about where you're like, oh my god, they're so big, which is kind of the milestone we're talking about. Like, holy crap, she turned five, Cecily. I know, that's so weird. How did that happen? Like, like she's supposed to be three? Isn't she supposed to be like one? When did this happen? I don't know. I think three, because, you know, walking. And, you know, making noises like talking. Mm -hmm. I can go with three. Five and looking like Julia Stiles plays Rapunzel. 
is is not what not what I was expecting at all. She posed for that picture. She goes, "Take picture me." Why don't you see picture me? So she does that a few times a day and I take them. Because I was trying to get pictures of the bunk bed to send to my mentor and to send to Nancy, my mother-in-law. Because it's really freaking awesome. And you've seen the pictures because I sent them to you. It's a really freaking awesome bunk bed. So she saw me doing that and decided that it needed to be pictures of her. I did that today too over by her window because she wanted pictures of her. Oh, a big milestone for me was uh, yesterday morning because I hurt really bad. And I was like, well, if she's getting a bath, she's doing, I am doing that first thing because this is not going to get better as the day goes on. And she didn't fight me for rinsing her hair. I mean, she wears like this hat thing that's like you pull the hair through and it's supposed to divert the water. And she freaks out if her face gets wet. She does not like her face wet. My grandma made the comment. She goes, that's surprising. She was born in the water. I'm like, she doesn't like getting her face wet. Yeah. Ah. She, born in the water. She was in the water for all of, like, one second. (laughs) And she probably wasn't terribly happy about anything. I don't remember. I don't think she really cried all that much. I think she did the token, yes, I'm breathing. She's pretty chill about the entire thing, to be honest. But it was like, oh man. I'm like, this is nice not to have her fighting me. Because when you're trying to rinse a child's hair out with bubble bath, it's not like it is the easiest freaking thing to do. Yeah. Because you have to make sure you get all of the soap out of her hair while using soapy water to do it. Because she won't be in the, she will not go in the bathroom while the water is running because it's too loud. Oh. Which is fair enough. I remember that. I'm like, well, that's fair. So, because I was at one point putting her in there while I was filling the tub and washing her hair while the tub filled. Because then you can just use the the water coming out of the tap to rinse their hair. Yeah. But since she won't do that. And I'm not going to force the issue because forcing the issue does not make anybody happy. Um, I just rinse it with bubble bath, which is fine. It's not like it's all fat soapy, but it doesn't help make it faster. Yeah. Brushing her hair has its moments where, like, she'll sit and let me do it and then other days she will not. She did, however, throw a tantrum like a two-year-old in the store tonight, which greatly improved my mood for the day. She wanted a Pokemon coin bank that was missing the plug in the bottom and was ceramic. Having said that, not like there's a problem with that in particular, but I do have the cat that is phobic of anything on horizontal surfaces. Oh, no. And... That was not happening. So I had to deal with that. So that's two tantrums in a week I've had to deal with. I don't know. I Maybe she's going through a learning spurt or something. Because oh my god. I am so over the tantrums. And apparently she's a touch over four feet tall. Wow. Says my Cairo. I'm like are you kidding? Because he goes. How tall are you, Zandria? And I was like, 40 inches. He goes, yep. And he goes, oh, wait, no. Come back here, Zandria. He goes, four feet. <laughs> I may have said four feet. I don't remember what exactly I said. But I was like, I just gave you a number at random. That was over three feet. Yeah, I think I said 40 inches. So, yeah. She's, uh, she's over 48 <laughs> inches tall. I'm only 65 inches tall, people. Yeah, I'm 60. You're what? I'm 60. 60, yeah, you're 5 feet, yeah, you're 5 inches shorter yeah. than me. He is a foot shorter than I am. That's so that weird. Scary thought. That makes Xandria taller than B. Yeah, I think it does. Because she's actually taller than 4 feet. 
I don't know by how much, but he said she's a bit taller than four feet. Yeah, we're gonna have to take a picture. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I hope. Here is to hoping no broken bones are falling off of rock sculptures. Yeah. I've met our children. Rather, I've met my child. Yeah. Patrick's on break too, right? Yes. Because he is more agile than me and you. Yeah, thank goodness it's district wide. Okay. I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. Oh, he is no longer able to borrow my shoes. <laughs> His feet are bigger than mine. <laughs> I've got to go through Xander's closet. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm surprised you can't hear me munching on mini eggs. Oh no, I can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm munching on Cadbury mini eggs. Because chocolate kills my Dementors. And I was stressed out. Yeah. It's just stressful to have a five-year-old throwing a fit. Yes, it is. It happens, but it's still stressful. But that's great. I've got to go through Xandra's wardrobe. i got to pull her. I think I need to pull her winter stuff back into the closet. Pull out the summer stuff. Probably. I just went through my closet and put in... A whole bunch of clothes in my rag pile. Not because they're going to be turned into rags, just because I didn't want to deal with them today. Because a a portion of them need to be put away, some of them need to be donated. And then some of them need to be turned into rags. Because I didn't... Mm -hmm. Well, I've got to clean the sunroom sometime this week to prep it for spring. And that is where my rag pile... That's where the laundry basket that holds the rag pile is. So I just put them out there to put it off for a few days. It's like, yeah. I didn't have enough room for all my flannels. <laughs> so I went through my wardrobe and so now I have like dressy clothes, which I have like four quote four things that are kind of dressy. And then I have all all ten of my flannels with a matching undershirt hanging with it so that I don't have to hang my undershirts. And then I have nightgowns. Oh. <laughs> what were you saying? Um, when? I said, so I got all my undershirts with my uh, flannels now, so I don't have to fold them. Oh, I was just giggling. <laughs> my mom puts t-shirts. I was just like, I'm always trying to find one. I can never find an undershirt. I always need to have a flannel on anyway, because it's not like I really want to wander around with just an undershirt on, because I'm always cold. So, yeah. Match them together, so now all I have to do is figure out what color I want to wear and find pants. That's pretty nifty. Yep. Because now I have lots of flannel. Speaking of pants, I own a pair. Ooh, I knew that. I think. I've never seen you wear pants, but I'm pretty sure you've told me that you actually do own a pair. They're comfy and sweatpants. Maybe I'll wear a skirt. Holy shit. (laughs) I wear pants because I have chickens. Do you really want to be in a skirt kneeling in chicken crap? No. No, you do not. (laughs) I want to have more skirts, but I need to make them and I'm lazy. So do we have anything else for milestones, or would we like to call it? We can call it. Awesome. I can come up with stuff, but... I know you can, if you thought about it long enough. So, I think the final thoughts from us are, these are English words. Not always my best suit, says the person with a degree in English. Um... Who is also an author. Who is also an author, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make words easy. It does not make words easy. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, I think our 
closing thoughts are milestones are different from everybody or for everybody yeah. rather. Yeah. And some are and some are fun like what's going on here this week. And next week we will have a more formal podcast for you, but like I usually say, unless there is some kind of catastrophe like say it took me two and a half hours to drive 70 miles because there was sleet on my windshield. We bring the podcast to you every week. Yeah, it was yeah, it was, it was covering a good portion of the windshield. Yeah. A scary portion of the windshield. Oh god, never again. Hashtag never again. <laughs> oh my god. And with that, we are the eighties mom podcast. You can find us online on Mimi Parlor. And now we are catching our backlog up on Odyssey. We are 80S Mom Podcast at all of those places. And our website is 80SMomPodcast.com. Our email is show at 80SMomPodcast.com. And with that, we hope you have a great week. Remember, you can do this, and we will see you later. <laughs>